Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Millions of our nation's veterans deal with PTSD every day. VA's PTSD consultation program is easy to use and here to help you treat these veterans. Providers like you can access free consultation with expert clinicians, free continuing education, and free resources to help you assess and treat veterans. To learn more, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. Hey there, it's Curly here, and welcome to episode 62 of the Unfiltered and Undiscovered podcast. And once again, this episode, we're going international. But before we, I introduce our special guest uh, for today, um, please welcome uh, Tate Bragg hey, down there in Curly, LA. how's How it going? Braggy? I'm good, Curly. You, it's just starting to... Um, now, yes, are you going to ask me something? Yeah, I was, because last week you said it was unseasonally warm, and then you were just saying you've got the fire on now. Yeah, it's cold now, but I've got the fire on, so I'm in this little studio, so it's nice and warm, but it's probably not cold compared to where our guest comes from in the winter. Yeah. We're not, yeah. We're not talking snow or anything. <laughs> just, yeah. So let's, cold for, a, let's cold for an Australian, though. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Let's introduce our special guest. We've got Sam... Urich from uh, Detroit band Wolf Darling. Am I saying that right, Sam? Urich. Urich. Wolf Darling, yes. And Urich, yes. <laughs> it's so, all good. Das ist Deutsch. It's, uh, that's Deutsch. a German name. They got to pass the K. Urich. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. But thank you. I'm, I'm so hyped to be here with you guys. I'm really grateful. Yeah, it's this. excellent. Now, before we, we get started with uh, talking to Sam about some of the songs that he's put out. Let's um, have a quick chat about a band that's also from uh, Queensland, also coming from the coming on the show in the not too near future. You may have heard me in the last couple of episodes talking about Luke from Maryborough. Yes, the band is actually called uh, Ruin Nation. Ruin Nation, and they have now got um, their first EP out there on Spotify. I've got about a 30-second snippet from one of their songs. This is a song called... And when are these guys Fame. coming on, Curly? Uh, I think we're planned for the 26th okay. at this stage, but it might be a bit later. So, And these guys are playing, uh, I guess, music from a regional country town here in Queensland that I think you'll be surprised with. So this is the song. It's called Fading to Grey. Johnny Rayo. Simple delight How many times I've passed on by There's no way lost And waiting While I'll never find that again And it's lost on me 
All right, so that's, they're from Mer- oh, yeah, it's pretty good. They're from Meribara. How many people in Meribara you reckon? Like tw- twenty thousand <laughs> at the most, thousand, maybe maybe less, yeah. ten thousand. So yeah. it's good, you know that that um, with the technology these days, these guys can can yeah get out yeah. to the world. Let's put a song out there. Yeah, it's got a real um, a grunge feel to it. It's, Definitely it's, grungy. I think they yeah, call themselves alt grunge or something. So. Yeah, very interesting. So we'll have Luke and Ruin Nation on the show in the coming coming week. So we're looking forward to that. So let's uh, welcome Sam again to the show. And a big shout out to our good friend of the podcast, Shane Sigro from Blind Season, who introduced us to Sam. So thanks, uh, Shane. Shane, you're my hero. <laughs> we're making connections little by little, Curly, across the, yeah. you know, across to the, right the United well, States. I- when when you gentlemen reached out, first thing I did was call up my mom. You know, hey, Australia's calling. <laughs> oh, that's uh, good. She, and of course, she's like, "Oh, you're going to Australia." My mom <laughs> thinks that we're way bigger than we are. Uh, so I'm like, "No, no, it's just a podcast, but just as cool." But that's what moms do, isn't it? That's the support. That's the support you get. Yeah, yeah, we love hundred percent. And um, yeah, we'll talk. This is a mom's episode. This one's for the moms. <laughs> well, let's start by how how did it start for you? How did, when did you first pick up a guitar, Sam? You know, because we talked about your mum, so obviously, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got that covered. Um, my mom, greatest. Uh, so I was 13 yeah. when I first got a guitar. It was silly. I was actually playing a, a video game, and one of the characters in the video game was this real sick-looking dude with a cherry uh, apple red guitar. Oh, yeah. Fender Strat, and I, I, I said, I have to have that because of this video game. Uh, so it turned out just on a whim, but actually I really loved it, and I've been playing ever since. Yeah, that's cool. I'm 28 now, so I'm no longer 13. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's just I always like to find out how people what, – what, what, there's usually something that turns people onto the guitar or to music itself or whatever it is. That's the first time we've had a vid- video well, game, though, that, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. The very first time yeah. someone said it's because it was, of a video it was, game. It was a, it was a Pokemon video game, too, not Rock Band. But uh, <laughs> really, though, it was, it was fate if you go in for that sort of thing. My whole family is hyper-musical. Okay. That's actually how I was born, to tell you the truth. Um, my, my mom, who yeah, we're talking yeah. about, she has three brothers, okay. and the three of them were in a band together, and they needed a drummer. Okay. Oh. And they found my dad. My dad was a drummer. And so, yeah, my mom came home from college one weekend, and my dad was trying out for the band, and she saw him on the couch, and and now me and my little brother are here. So That's cool. You know, that's <laughs> So So my uncles have always played. My dad's yeah. still in a band playing drums, and so it's always, always been around, but... Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, I guess, until I was 13 that I was just thinking, I don't know, this could be fun, and, and then they do a game, and, yeah. and here we are. Excellent, excellent. And it's you and your brother in the band, and from some of the YouTube videos I've been doing as research, uh, Sam, I, I see Shane plays guitar with you at times as well. Yes, and we are very grateful for that. He's a great guitarist, and uh, yeah, I've got my little brother on the bass, and then my my high school friend on the drums still. So just so, the three. It's very much. Yeah, yeah. Piece. Well, yeah. In essence, it's it's the three piece: me, the drummer, and Jack. But then, 
it's sort of becoming a four piece. I mean, Shane's pretty much in the band as far as I'm concerned. It was more of a, you know, hey, I need some help. I wanna, I wanna just run around with the mic for a bit. Um, but we just get along so well that yeah, I think I think I'll just absorb him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Good guy. Yeah, so, how long have the, has the band been together now, Sam? So, in its current form, which is my little brother, myself, and my drummer, Harrison. That would really be since 2016. Yeah. But uh, the drummer I was, I was mentioning, um, he and I have been playing since, together since 2010, okay. 2009, in, in high school we started. Yeah, yeah. And we had our old buddy on the base then, um, but now he's a Navy pilot, so he, he can't really fly in for base. Uh, okay. Yeah, that makes it hard. But uh, yeah, and then my little brother was four years younger, you know. So yeah. when you're a kid, that's dramatic. But uh, once you hit 21, it's like well, we're all the same age. So um, you know, he just picked up the bass at that point and learned mm. really fast, surprisingly fast. And yeah, well, yeah, I guess when you're surrounded by surrounded by music, you're always going to pick it up pretty quick, aren't you? When you got uncles and and yourself and everybody, your little brother's always going to be. Yeah. Yeah, we're lucky. Well, he was really he was really on the athlete path for yeah. a while. He was a superstar soccer player or football, okay. I guess we would call it in, the, in Australia. Yeah, yeah. No, we and, call it soccer uh, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. really? Oh, except for the real soccer freaks yeah. who call it football. Yeah. They want us to call it football, well, we, we can't. Because we got too many other footballs. <laughs> uh, oh, cuz you got rugby. Aussie and, rules. Yeah. yeah. Aussie, Australian yeah. rules. So. Policy rules. You know, I, I love hearing you guys speak. I was just at the, the drummer I was telling you about. He just got married on Saturday, so my brain is still. And I was the best man. And, oh, cool. But there was, a, there, was, there was a gentleman there who was from Australia, Sydney. And gosh, I just, I'm sorry, but I could just listen to him talk all night. Like, you know, the shot and the water. Yeah. I was in the water. And I, trust me, imitation is flattering. No, no, I'm that's not, fine. I'm not mocking you no, guys. I love that. I, I love this. So yeah. the whole time I was like, talk to me more, Tim. Tell me more about the water. Um, yeah. yeah. So this is good. That's good. And um, Sam, what about, you, sorry. You go, um, Kelly. Yeah. So how would you, like, I'm intrigued by your music because there's a couple of different styles that I sort of can visualize while I'm listening to your, to your music. So. Who were some of your influences that have helped, well, that uh, are part of what you're doing now with your music? Yeah, it would really have to be the music I grew up with as a kid, which was basically everything that my dad downloaded on the, I, the iPod that I was using. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't have my own sound library, he did. And so I, I had... I had a lot of like the old ones. The I don't. I'm sorry. I don't mean to say old, but like yeah, I had like Aerosmith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those kind of cats, and and then even like British Invasion, and Gary and the Pacemakers, and these kind of chaps, and then um, and then like the more modern early 2000s stuff, like Jimmy Eat World, Keen. Yeah, that's where I um, hear when I hear you guys. Yeah. Yeah, that was those guys were huge for me. Um, Nirvana only in the only in the essence of of Kurt's um, like passion when he sings, like yeah. When I get on stage, I really seek to just leave blood on the floor. You yeah, know what I mean that's that's my whole thing, and 
And when I was a kid and I heard his songs, I was like, oh my God, I can, I just feel him like wailing through the speakers. Um, and then, uh, you know, some emo, emo kids like My Chemical Romance. And yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Um, but your voice, I don't know if you know, talking about the, like the grunge era, in Australia we had a band called Silverchair. I don't know if you heard of Silverchair. Yes. Yeah, yes, and your, your voice is very much like Daniel John's, and I just noticed a lot of the song. Yeah, Real? I think so. At what he sings, quite quieter, Thank you, man. and and his melodic sense too. You got a lot of you go to the falsetto a fair bit in the things in some of your songs as well. It just reminds me. Thank that's you. That's cool. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did. You take that. that? No, they're fantastic. <laughs> okay, that's like the Aussie viewpoint. <laughs> I'm, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to sleep good tonight. But, but yeah, I was going to definitely say emo, especially but especially a lot of your lyrics too. I get a sense of a lot of emo. There's yeah, a lot of, um, yeah. I mean, we can talk we can talk about it after we listen to a couple of songs, but um, you got a lot of animals. You reference a lot of animals in there, yeah. even in the, obviously the name of the band, which I really like as well. And I noticed you had to put Thank the you, little man. thing through the O because there's someone else that's got some other channel with, that says Wolf Darling, but I like that. It's cool. It's all, Thank yeah. you, man. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it was just for aesthetic. I don't need you to pronounce it. With, no, 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 no. That <laughs> no, but it, it gives it that Gothic sort of thing as well. You know, yeah, you, it does. you think it of the wolf and a... you've got a German last name. Yes, we, that's what I think of when I think of the wolf, you know, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm cool. going for. <laughs> okay. I'm on board. All right, so let's uh, let's listen to the first song. It's called "Send the Sun My Way," and after the song, I'm really keen to understand where it came from. So let's uh, put it on and. Send the sun our way 
So that's three minutes of the song. So I think the song is like four minutes, four and a half minutes. So we just uh, try and keep it to three. Now, one of the things that I visualise with this song, so and you're probably going to laugh at this. I love it. I, I actually, love it when you do this, Billy. <laughs> I, I think this song's really sublime and it's got a, a lot of space and melody as it builds and then it drops back down and... I sort of see that on a stage a la Jesus Christ Superstar somewhere, you know. It's just oh, got yeah. that, that sort of um, depth to the song. So I'm really keen to understand where it came from, where that song came from. Heck yeah. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, well, that song, I originally started writing it when I was still in high school. You know, some of the songs have taken actually years to write i'll start and then the inspiration to finish it will come at you know some other time or i'll write it in a day yeah yeah i know you guys know how it is but um this one it, it really it really was sparked by honestly my first mental collapse you could say in high school i experienced my first bout of severe depression um you know mental illness you could say um and yet i am a hopeless optimist i always will be and so the song was really like hey i i'm i'm really suffering right now i'm really hurting but send me some sunshine i still yeah i still know that the sun will rise and uh maybe this song will make it come a little quicker uh so yeah it's it's really just it's really from a dark place but it's meant to inspire light and and yeah we talk about curly and i talk about a lot and we've actually had someone on here who uses music to help people with with like mental illness um my daughter suffers from depression Mm -hmm. as well she's an artist and um just like you just said then where you you you're you got hope in your song. A lot of her paintings are really bright colours, you know. So uh, the, the, even though she's she's down, what the art that comes out is is not that dark. If you understand what I'm trying to say, dark dark thoughts in bright. Yeah, colors kind of there's thing. a line for you: dark thoughts in bright colours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's true. It, it really is true. Mm. Uh, I mean, sometimes. You know, dark is just a just a descriptor. I mean, really, the well when you go really, really low, and, and I'm sure your daughter can understand this too. Is is there's real beauty in there? I know that sounds a little bit emo, and maybe it yeah. is, but I'm just saying sometimes you look at things differently. Um, but for me, more than anything, in in the entire mission with Wolf Darling, is to instill this hope, instill this love, choose choose kindness mm. over wrath or anger. I mean, you may notice, if you listen to more of my songs, I, I never, uh, I'm not angry. Um, no. Like, like, like for example, I, I don't mean to choose this band, but I really like Bring Me With Our Horizon. I think they're really cool, but I can never get fully on board because they're so angry. He's always yeah, angry. Yeah. You know, mm. I, I, I hope you choke. I, I, I'm over here like, <gasps> I would never yeah. like, that you know i'm not angry at anyone i'm really just it's just the battle in here for me so i hope to at least 
to at least um, allow these songs to be to be a space for people to to look inwards, not necessarily mm. you know fighting outwards, but to look inwards with kindness and mm. sunlight. And isn't it well. great that you, being a muso, you have that to fall onto that the music when you are in those those times, you know. I'm I'm very yeah, fortunate. Yeah. I, I'm it's, truly truly grateful. It's great, and um, mm. I just listen to that. Is there's some really good harmonies in that? So is that just you double tracking yourself, or is that your brother? Because singing in harmonies with you. So on that recording, it okay. is me. Yes, it's all me. But live, my brother does. Do yeah, when siblings harmonies. when siblings harmonise, yeah, it's hard to tell. You know, if it if it's double tracked <laughs> yeah. or it's the two because their voices sound the same. So that's what I was wondering. But see, I love that. Mm. It's a good song. No, I, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. Yeah, to have my my own little built in. Harmonizer. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be loved to be called that. <laughs> yeah. That's Curly. Curly, you got any questions? Yeah, I, I just, um, it, pretty much what, what you've just been talking about, I guess, there's a lot of your personal experience in the songs, and especially, I, I guess it is for most songwriters in many, many ways. And having your own battles within yourself along the journey, the, the role that music's played for you all the time, have you always written songs? Have you always put it down into music? Or how was it? How did you uh, deal with it if it wasn't the musical aspect? Well, I'm very fortunate to have friends and family yeah. that have always been very kind and supportive. That's that's huge. Yeah. Uh, both both my parents and then um, my siblings and, and my friends have always been really cool. Not everyone can understand. Yeah. Uh, mm. Mental illness is a, is a hyper hyper complex mm. uh, phenomena, but um, at least I've been around enough people who have, who've given me space. So having them as support has been phenomenal. But also. Uh, I also write poetry. I write, I write short uh, fiction. Yeah. I, I'm a creative writing major at, at uh-huh. university. So if I'm not writing songs, maybe I'll write a story. Yeah. Wow. Maybe I'll write, a, you know, uh, some poetry. I, I'm actually right now compiling um, like a large uh, series of, of poems that sort of tell one expansive tale okay. yeah. uh, is what I've been working on. So yeah, I really love art in all forms. I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be strictly uh, just auditory. I, I, I want to mm, be, yeah. you know, I, 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 I love photography, not that I do it, but I like working with photographers. I love working with artists because I, I like to, I like everything being as visual as it is. Mm, audio, yeah. You know, like a world for people to see. Yeah. Into. Just the, the visual actually on that, the song we on the song we just listened to, with you've got, I mean, it's almost it reminds me actually, Curly, of uh, one of my mates' panel vans back in the seventies. <laughs> you know, they always had that. Uh, nice. you know, or, or something you'd see on the underside of a surfboard back in the seventies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Yeah, <laughs> the, the artists have been so sweet that I've gotten to work with, and super super perfect so yeah i, I love what they've done yeah, yeah that's cool so let's uh the other song we've got lined up today um sam is ghost empire now different tempo um there's a tell me a little bit about where this song came from yes yeah <laughs> what i want to know what you won't fuck up again this time <laughs> yeah and where the, the is the where question. is the place for the ghosts? <laughs> uh, 
Oh. Is that well? Tell us. Coming out with the with, with the, the heavy yeah. hitters. Well, I will say about this song, Ghost Empire. Ghost Empire uh, was written later into my journey, um, where I was I was really physically sick at this mm. point. <laughs> I've really gone through it. Um, at the end of my high school career, I, I developed a severe gastrointestinal illness mm. and had to be hospitalized. But uh, before you know, I, I was sent to the hospital. I was dropping weight really fast. I was really sick. Um, I was I was really dying essentially, but not necessarily knowing how to fix it. So I started writing Ghost Empire a little bit out of out of rage, rage towards my illness. Mm-hmm. Um, and why, why me? Why you do? Why is this? Why is happening to me? Well, more so, um, more so just, just to be angry. I, I've always had this really strange acceptance. Um, mm-hmm. so no, getting sick is the worst thing in the world, but I've, I've more been like, I'm sick. This is just what happened. I mean, there's a billion trillion gajillion things that are happening all the time at once. And this is just what happened to me. Yeah. I was just angry that no one was able to figure out how yeah. to fix it at first. And I was also, um, I was also a little bummed out because, um, my girlfriend and I, at the time we were really, really close. The illness was super, uh, stressful on her. Um, but I just feel like she and I could have navigated it a bit better. I, I was really sick and not like in, in a good yeah. space. And I just, I do. I do uh, sometimes wish that she and I were a little bit older, a little more mature. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, but nevertheless, um, the song does have a little bit of that anger in it, and uh, yeah, you'll you'll hear lyrics like um, "These kids want to fight, but I'm too cold. I'm too cold. Um, turn out the lights. I'm not in the mood." That's all pertaining to how powerful is Cox Internet. So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players, right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. If you're treating veterans with PTSD, VA's National Center for PTSD can help. The PTSD Consultation Program offers free expert consultation and resources to providers. We won't ask you to fill out any forms, and we respond to requests within a day. To learn more on this easy-to-use program, visit ptsd.va.gov slash consult. Again, that's ptsd.va.gov slash consult. My body was physically cold mm-hmm. um, because I was my circulation was just so poor. Um, instead of going out with my friends at night, now I wanted to just stay yeah. inside and rest and sleep. So mm. I know this is such a this is such a bloody sad. Uh, now look, it's uh, but, you <laughs> know what? It's really good. To, um, it's re- the song sounds more fun. Than, <laughs> yeah, but it's really <laughs> good. Yeah, uh, one thing Kelly and I always love. I mean, we we yeah. I like focus on the words a lot, and I I know when I. It, I mean, I've been lucky enough to put out a couple of little 
albums and things, but I always want to put the words there because I just feel it's so essential. And you being a creative writer, you must think the same. I like, you know, it's an essential part of the whole thing. And if you can't, it's. I just love it when we understand a little bit more about what the song's about. It gives it a whole new mm. feeling for you. One hundred percent. Thank you. So let's. Well, again, just just like you gentlemen mentioned earlier, it was an outlet yeah. for me in a time of need. Okay. Okay. So let's uh, put it on. Dreaming of you. It was a joke. It was a joke. I slept in your branches. Until they broke, until they broke This will not kill me But it will leave a scar I can still feel the squeeze Of your hands on Ghosts like me Turn out the lights I'm not in the mood I'm not in the mood These kids wanna fight But I'm too cold I'm too cold No, I won't fuck up this time Just me Just me Um, it comes into uh, knowing about the song, it, it makes it even more pertinent, I guess. But it's almost like a celebration there at the end, you know, that there's a place uh, for ghosts like me, and it's just like the music's up. It's yeah, it's uh, it's uh, 
Did that one? That's not out of. That's not out of place in in an Aussie pub. That song. No, it's not. That's for Mm. sure. That would work. Well, then I've succeeded. I've done everything I want to do in life. Um, Did that one? Did you write that one quick, or did that one take a while? No, that one was yeah. quicker. It's just interesting what yeah. you said before. I've just been thinking about how you said you started the song, you know, in high school and then you kind of, it's been left and then you finish it off. That's really interesting because if you start a song with an idea, you write lyrics down and then you leave it for a while, if it's a couple of years, you grow older, You other things happen. And so when you look back at that, you look at, back at it at a different perspective, which is, I just think that's really interesting, writing songs. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? absolutely i i hear you 100 i didn't have you could say that i finished the song when i first wrote it but i i revised you got more it had more to say on the matter years later yeah 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 i i found i found the words yes right um sometimes you're just young i mean really like i was saying earlier me and my girlfriend everything i mean we were just kids you know i was just a kid so I had to. I had to keep growing. I had to keep learning. Um, but the, I went out back and forth. Sometimes, oh, when you're young, those original spark ideas are, are the. Sometimes they're the best, you know, because you're so innocent and you haven't. Um, you know, you're just starting out songwriting. You've got no. Um, I don't know the word. I'm trying to find. You know, you might write something. You go, oh no, that's been done before. But when you're young, when you first start it, you just it just comes out, you know, and then. Oh yeah, like you're you're totally unchanged. Yeah, and yeah, no, I'm with you. Mm. I I will always try my best to maintain mm. that uh, that sort of naivete, innocence. That's hard. <laughs> um, but no, to to answer. Oh, trust me. <laughs> but to answer your question earlier, you asked about wh- where is this place? Mm. Oh yeah, yes. Let's go. And I I really just want to say we make okay. this place. Like that that was me saying at that time. You know, I know there's a place. I know there's a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, now that I've recorded that song, I'm I'm thinking, yeah, we're building that place like we are. Isn't that great? Yeah. So you've, you've worked um, it you, out. You sort of you 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 your tribe will be your tribe will be with you. You know, you you go along your journey, you find your tribe, and then you know mm. lay down yeah. your city yeah that's good <laughs> yeah so yeah that's yeah, good that's a good way to think about it sam one of the the um interviews that i read about you 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 were asked a question around it might have been ghost empire uh, around how did you want your listeners to feel with that particular song and i found your answer quite interesting and absolutely relevant and 100 percent true is that I think your answer, and I'll paraphrase here, was pretty much along the lines of, well, they'll get their own sense. They'll get their own sense of feeling. Who am I to say what they should be feeling when they listen to my music? So is that really, in, is that part of your process of putting out music? You're doing it for you, and then the, your followers and your listeners will pick up what they need at that, at that particular time? Yeah, yeah, you said it. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's what every artist tries to do, isn't it? You just you, you write about what you think, and then someone's mm. always going to interpret it different, aren't they? Yeah. And I guess you come back and revisit at times, and you'll pick up something new, uh, or something else will resonate with you within that same song. So I, 
I, I just think um, it was a beautiful way you answered that because, I mean, um, my friend down in Adelaide, Tave Bragg, always tells me, who am I to tell people how they should feel about certain things? Mm. And, you know, I think one of the big problems in the world is that people want us to feel a certain way or control us in a certain way or get us to do, think, believe certain things even though it may not necessarily sit within it. So I think that that's just a wonderful altruistic thing that we see in music. So. Oh, that's really kind of you, yeah. man. I, I really value your words. <laughs> and that's true. I, First of all, I, I didn't like that question when I was asked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why would I? That just seems like a lot of work to try and make people think a certain way. And also that that's just not something I'm interested in what I am interested in is seeing what they think. And then we can have a conversation mm. about it, mm. you know, because everything, everyone's just a, a really exciting alchemy experiment. where, you know, if I drop this into you, uh, something might happen and let's just find out what it is together. And for everyone, it's different. Everyone has a different chemical reaction and that's kind of what it's... this whole world is about. If everyone thought like me, I, I would, well, I'd have to kill all of them. <laughs> and then I, and then I'd, and then I just be so bored. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's why we we all do this together. Yeah, it's mm. wondrous, isn't it? That that yeah. No matter how well you yeah. know someone, so what's next? No matter how well you know someone, yeah. you still never know exactly what's going on inside that that yeah. head. Which is that's the beauty of the whole thing. And everyone's always changing. Everyone's, everyone's always shifting. Yeah, so we're all shapeshifters. True. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is a exactly. deep interview. So yeah. Oh well, this is yeah, the only way. Good. This is the only it's way, good. boys. Yeah, yeah. So Sam, what's next? What what's uh, what's on the agenda? What's on the long term plan? Well, I'll tell you guys. I'm glad you asked that. Really, when I was when I was in Los Angeles after high school, I went out to LA. And while I was there, I realized I don't want to be in LA. I want to be in Europe is, is what I've found. I have family in Europe and I've had the chance to visit many times and spend some time there. And I'm absolutely smitten. And I started getting into the music scene in Europe and they just have a different feel mm -hmm. to their, to their sound. And they also seem to promote differently, which I'm, which I'm really curious about because the more I play music, the more I realize that Wolf Darling is going to be going to be sort of a, a niche kind of group. I'm not saying that we're going to, you know, live, die in obscurity, um, maybe. But uh, I am saying that I just just like you were mentioning, I don't write for any specific outcome from my audience and from for many that is to, to be popular and buy my music. I write because I really need to say something. Mm. I need to feel something. And I want, I want hopefully my listeners to take something from it in their own time and in mm. their own way. Generally, my, my thing is, again, spreading. I'm, I, I'm, I'm sounding like a hippie child, I know. But really, love. Love above all else. Because um, there's really enough uh, aggression and hate going on right now. And um, I sort of live in a Sammy fantasy world. Um, my, 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 literally, my family calls it Sam's world. You know, Sam's world, Sam's world. <laughs> and uh, it's where I live. 
<laughs> and it's where I like to live. Um, and there, everyone is really, uh, everyone is really kind and nice. And hopefully with my music, I can just try and be like, like, hey, everyone, just like, mm. let's just get together and have a drum circle. You know, let's Isn't that interesting? You, uh, your first inspiration was when you were in a fantasy world playing your game. And then from that fantasy world, you you saw the guitar and you went, that's, that's where I'm going to... That's where it's at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and that was just like, that was yeah. just the beginning. I, I, I quickly learned that I wasn't, I wasn't super mega guitarist, but what I really loved was writing lyrics. I mm. love writing songs. So by the time I was 14, old enough to have my heart properly broken, I was writing my first song, mm. right? So ever since then, I, I've really loved the writing, and, and I really love how you gentlemen say, you know, we pay attention to the lyrics, because I am I'm infatuated. Me too. I, it's, it's poetry. It's, it's verse. Um, I, uh, I... Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I will always like that will kind of be my, my biggest thing is always like, what am I trying to say? I'm not just trying to fill space. I, I really need to say something. Um, so, yeah, to your earlier question, my hope is that we'll relocate Wolf Darling to Europe cool. and see what the scene is like mm. over there. Uh, but in the in the more immediate space and i'm just kind of letting you guys in on this because you guys are really cool cats thank you. uh i'm i'm currently thank working it's good when we're all <laughs> currently to be working back. on a uh <laughs> oh yeah yeah absolutely i'm currently working on a uh film adaptation of wolf darling now i know this sounds really strange but i've long had this dream of blending my music with a visual experience kind of like we touched on earlier and it would you could think of it like a music video but it'd be more like a music like a musical video. um now isn't that yes, now isn't that yes. oh, yeah go on well yeah it's it's like it's going to be film and it's not going to be like a story and then we break out in a song musical per se but more like a, a story is occurring mm. and I'm going to write the entire yeah, soundtrack yeah, yeah. to it. The, the the music of Wolf Darling, like an entire album, like Pink Side of the wow. style, where it's just start to end, kind of just like one yeah. massive, you know, cacophony of, of sounds. And then I want to I want to create a story on top of that. So I, I, I want to build an actual world for people to step into and be like, okay, this is Wolf Darling. Uh, yeah, I so that's it. my project right now. I'm, I'm, I'm writing, I'm, I'm looking for funding, which isn't very easy. Uh, but yeah, we'll get there. Mm. Well, Tony's there. already compared one of the songs to um, Jesus Christ Superstar. So Jesus then, Christ you know, Superstar. Yeah. yeah. One one of the. There? I don't know much about um, this particular person, but when I was listening to "Send the Sun My Way," I kept thinking Gilbert and Sullivan. So so I don't know what sort of music they are, but that's the sort of sense that I had that it's, it needs to be on a stage and 
you could almost visualize the story in that song happening while while the song's happening. Gilbert so, and Sullivan is old similar. school musical, Tony. Yeah, that's <laughs> like Mary Poppins and stuff like that. Oh, truly. Yeah. Oh well, so, maybe that's but, maybe yeah, that's Rogers that, and that'll be awesome, and maybe that that can happen over in Europe. We know that Europe. We had a guest from Spain just recently, and we know the Europe market is different. <laughs> Very passionate, yeah. Very passionate about their music, um, more welcoming in well, some it's ways. Well, it's a it's a massive much... melting pot as well. Yeah, you know. I'm just exactly, exactly, guys. I, I'm just noticing more sound is given space to breathe in Europe. I feel like in the United States, and I'm not going to speak for everything. I yeah, don't yeah. generalize, but there there is a feeling that there is this particular sound, and then. All other sounds that aren't exactly like that you hear on the radio are they're all indie. They're mm. all obscure. They're yeah. all they're all just kinda like off on the periphery. Uh but in Europe I feel like there's a major folk movement. There's a there's always the electronic music mm. uh scene. Obviously it wouldn't be Europe without house music. And uh th- there's there a is, space there's for massive metal really, really massive like metal so. scene as well. You get to the colder climes yeah. up there. The further north you go, the more yeah. heavy they get. It seems yeah. to be the Vikings. That's that's funny. That's where we're, that's where I was originally okay. planning to be. It's, it's probably going to be Germany or the Scandinavian. Well, around. yeah, but I, you know, you talk about. I, I, I'm trying to make a, get a picture of what you, what you're trying to do here with your uh, uh, Wolf Darling um musical or whatever it is but you know if you listen i, I love listening to some <laughs> yeah, of the vikings and some of the um those those epic tales you know the old the old tales of of the vikings mm. sagas, sagas. That's, what, that's the word i'm looking for yeah i picture that do you really oh well, i just so think I, th- I, I think that's what you're going for isn't it that sort of thing yeah 100 percent, 100 million percent. okay uh <laughs> Yeah, um, which is we uh, speaking of. If you gentlemen have the chance to see Northman, the soundtrack, the score yeah. to that movie by uh, I haven't watched uh, it yet. Gainsborough was. Just, I was I'm a big Vikings oh, fan though. Yeah, the, the Viking series. So I, I watched all that. It so. is. It is. Mm. It's remarkable. You, but you that's, gotta take a look. I mean, just for it's the pretty violent, and I don't get that from your music. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah no we're, we're not cutting no. anyone's heads off in my music yeah okay that's cool uh we'll look forward to that and we'll keep you accountable for that so when it comes out you've got to come back on the podcast because that'll be something that not too many people are doing at the moment you'd agree braggy that that whole concept album for one of another yeah, word well, you know what we talked sort of gone yeah, the way. we talked about that because of the way music's listened to now and it's just downloaded one song at a time and people put up a single and a single and a single and and, 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 yeah. uh, and we talked about it when we did the album show a couple of weeks ago um that for me the greatest art is the is the thing the whole thing the album itself everything you know i just want to see How more of that yeah i mean beyonce did it with lemonade is people people are doing it at Dropping things out like that—that that are one whole where where the 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 biggest thing is the whole thing, not just a hit single yeah. off it. Well, you mentioned your yeah vinyl. yeah yeah. Well, that's why huge mm. vinyl heads, and yeah, I would. Th- that's exactly how I want Wolf Darling music yeah. presented. Obviously, uh, 
sadly, I've only had enough money for these several singles. Yeah, yeah, everyone you know, has so to I do it like that. Yeah, make yeah. that massive album. But yeah, once we sort of get get our find our footing, I, the vinyl is the way to go. I just love that ex- it, because it's it's like an event. Yeah, it's you got know? to start. I mean, you really sit down and listen. And then it hits the end of side one, and you need something on that last song to to make you go, oh, like like the end of a chapter or the end of you know. And then you turn the vinyl mm. over, and then uh, here we go. Now, I, now I see where we're going, and you go through the second. You go through the second <laughs> 100%. act. One hundred percent. Although this the album I have yes. for the seven inch thing or the our vinyl this time is not a concept album that's for sure but anyway all right <laughs> so, so Sam just bear with us we will do our quick little vinyl thing we've been going for just over forty six minutes so it's uh, it's um, been awesome speaking with you and getting to understand a little bit more about your journey and the songs and we certainly look forward as I. I'm sure our listeners and our viewers will, with what you've got coming up, I, I think you'll be someone to watch. And the only proviso that we want is if you do happen to just be huge and make it, you've still got to come on the podcast with the, these two dickheads from yeah. Australia. So. No, no. Trust me, you have me. I'm, I'm with you guys. You guys are brilliant. All righty. So, Braggy, I'll go first, seeing you've got something that's a little bit different. So... I've gone back to the 80s. and What do you mean you've gone back to the 80s? Is, you have never left the 80s, Tony. <laughs> I've never left the... This is The Scientist. Oh, yeah, so that. this was a band out of um, Perth, uh, Kim Salmon Vocals. Um, they moved to Sydney. So this is their... I, I guess it was like the um, the gothic sort of an anthem, anthem Swampy album. It's called Swampland. Who, who else was in that? They, they went on to do something else, someone in there, didn't they? Yeah, there was a Tony Foolis was guitar, Boris Sudukic was bass, Brett Brixen was drums. So that was the band. I think that would have been about 84, 85. It doesn't have a date on it. I'll just double check and make sure I'm right. No, once again, they're independent, so they didn't put the date on it. They wanted it to be timeless. So. But, yeah, that's a, that's a classic song from the Australian underground, that Swampland. I'm going, so. I've got, I'm going all the way back to 1969. I've got a 12-inch, and it's a band from Detroit. Yeah. I picked it because I thought, well, let's, let's find someone from Detroit. I know Detroit's famous for Motown, but not a lot of the people oh, actually. And, and grunge. Oh, and, and grunge. And, well, um, it's, 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 there was that 60s it's, garage It's sound. probably the birth of punk, really. I mean, M- MC5. Yeah. I don't have it, and the Stooges, yeah. Iggy Pop Stooges. Stooges, come in Detroit. But this uh, is a band that's more of a progressive rock and roll band, Grand Funk Railroad. Well, Grand Funk, they had that's their first lineup. Is that better? Yeah, yeah. This is from 1969. <laughs> this album. Check those boys wow. out. And they had a whole bunch of different lineups. I think this guy was always in the band, but then they end up having Carmine Apici or Carmine Apice on drums. That's the drummer now. I think they changed. Um, yeah. They're really cool, isn't it? It's really American. They actually had a song called We're an American Band. So it's very, very American <laughs> music. Uh, not European, Sam. <laughs> but, yeah, mm. it's a cool little uh, part of history. Um, Sam, were you influenced by anyone in the Detroit music scene? Or And like as Braggy was saying, it's this real kaleidoscope. And, you know, I guess most cities have a, a range of music, but there was a lot of 
famous entities coming out of Detroit in different genres. So were you influenced by that or was that part of your journey as well? I can't say any particular act is uh, massively inspirational for me uh, from Detroit, but this is a music city and it still is to this day. And Mm. again, lots of things happened here, including the electronic underground, which is still huge here. So, um, yeah, we're constantly. Is it your dad? Was mm. he? Was he? Did he play original stuff? Or was he just like a cover band? Or no, no, no. He okay. played original. Yeah, he was a singer. He still is a singer cool. and a drummer. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. That's Excellent. awesome. Well, once again, thanks, Sam Urich from uh, Wolf Darling. So thank you so much for for coming on the show today. It really gives us a kick to talk with people. Um, putting out music, doing it for the right reasons. And when those people come from um, places like Detroit and Nashville, we just get a super-duper yeah. excitement. Yeah. So it's, it's so much fun. So uh, next week we've got Rob Stanier on the show who's just released his new album, Hope. And uh, the big question there is about the the song um, graphics in regards to what is what does he mean by that? Is hope going down the drain? We don't know. <laughs> That's going to be fun. The week after that, we've got a band from the Central Coast just above Sydney called Anakai. They're launching their new single, Wake Up, Wake Up, and... Um, That'll come out the same day we do the podcast. So oh, that's, that's going to be cool. exciting. I think that might be our very first official sort of or unofficial informal luck had its chance <laughs> releasing a podcast on the same day as release. Um, for everyone out there, wherever you're tuning into this podcast, please leave us a review. Um, reviews help us get found. And as we get found, the bands and the music that have been on the show get found. So don't forget our socials. We're on YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. Make sure you like and in it. The words Make of, sure you like all those things. Yeah. Make sure you follow all those people because that all helps. And uh, our unfiltered, undiscovered playlist on yes. Spotify now has a couple of songs from Wolf Darling on it. Cool. So make sure you listen all the way through So or put it on random because um, – and as Braggy always says, follow the follow the bands as well that are on the playlist because mm. everything helps. Everything helps people just move Go ahead. On. Once again, Sam, just awesome. And um, thanks for coming on the show. And in the words of the great songwriter and poet Billy Bragg, in a perfect world we would sing, all sing in tune, but this is reality, so give us some room. <laughs> thanks for tuning in, everyone. We shall see you all again next week. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Thank you, gentlemen. is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.